Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. It's Dr. Zamp from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician, Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pacatello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt. As the uh, Miami Dolphins have a very interesting uh, week and a half, uh, to say the least. Um, This is a a weird show for us as uh, Thursday night game then leads to uh, the Monday night show. So there's a lot of time in between uh, the game and then when we are uh, on the air. So... Uh, the Miami Dolphins traveled out to Cincinnati uh, for their big Thursday night competition after uh, coming off their best win of the year against the Buffalo Bills. So, highly anticipated game, uh, and they go out there um, for uh, what is uh, a, a, a whiteout night for the Cincinnati Bengals as they unveiled their their new uniforms with the white helmets, and so the stadium is packed white banners everywhere just to set the stage for you of, of uh, you know, what kind of an event it was for the uh, AFC uh, champions, uh, you know, to to be at home for this uh, game. They've been struggling, and it's just starting to put it together. So we don't know exactly what's going to take place at this game. Uh, and uh, they show up uh, and beat the Dolphins pretty handily, 27 to 15, but that's not the story at all, as all of you know. The story is that uh, Tua, after a concussion the week before, uh, after the injury, I should say, the week before, where he went back in, uh, suffers um, uh, what looked to be a devastating injury uh, in the Cincinnati game, and he's carted off the field. Um, and that's where, of course, this takes place. Now, this this is the time where I usually give you all the numbers of the game, so I'll go through it quick just to stay uh, with, with our tradition as we do. So, Tua starts the game. He goes eight for 14, 110 yards. Uh, doesn't throw any touchdowns. He does have the one interception, which was, which, you know, it was a pretty bad interception. I mean, we we we'll tell you when it's not. This one, you know, was pretty bad. Uh, Bridgewater then comes in and, and plays fairly well. 14 for 23, 193 yards. Throws the one touchdown, also has the one interception. Uh, Raheem Mostert's our leading rusher, 15 for 69. Tyreek Hill uh, continues a lot of yardage, 10 for 160. Uh, Trent Sherfield is our second leading receiver, 4 for 55. And Waddle, 2 for 39. And on a side note, Gusecki also had two catches for 23 yards. Uh, running game, not dominant. Uh, Chase Edmonds does have the one touchdown in the game. Report that. On the other side of it, Joe Burrows, 20 for 31, 287, two touchdowns. Did not have a great game early on. Seemed to do what he needed to do after that. Uh, Joe Mixon, 24 for 61 on the ground with the one touchdown. Receiving-wise, T. Higgins was their leading rusher, 7 for 124 and a touchdown. And Jamar Chase, 4 for 81. That's the stat line. Uh, and, and, of course, as we said, um, doesn't even begin to tell the story. So Tua now uh, injured in this game again. Hands go up. Fingers all crinched up, taken off the field, no thumbs up, carted off. Uh, just a very scary moment for everybody. I, I had not seen this happen in a long time, and anybody who tells you that they weren't, you know, very fearful and that 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 didn't take precedent over everything, uh, you know, I, I think you have to check yourself. Um, so uh, the game carries on, and then we get the report, you know, later on that he's taken to uh, 
the the medical center and and basically passes all the the tests has complete movement of his extremities and he is released and then later uh flies home on the plane so uh rich you laughed at me last week when I had talked about this becoming a controversy, and and in one week now, uh, this has become the main story in sports, uh, from local news uh, all over the country to obviously the sports uh, outlets uh, taking it. Um, this is something that's now uh, going to manufacture all new rule changes, um, and it, it is. Uh, you know, going to be talked about uh, all year long, all off season, and uh, it's something that has kind of blew up to where you know um, we didn't even think it would get to. Um, so let, I guess we have to start here because this is this is the basic yeah, story. And once story. again, it's the main yeah, story. And once again, we're you know the Miami Dolphins once again are at the heart of the headline story, and uh, it's never a good one. Never. No, it's it's never every, a good every one. Time, every time the circus tent comes down, a bigger one goes up. It's just, a, you know, it's it's so true. Every it time. really is. That's a good way of putting it. And it is a circus. Yeah. Make no doubt about it. I it mean, it, it really is. And, and, and you're right. Every time the circus tent comes down, the new one's bigger. And this is like, yeah. this has taken over. I mean, to the point now, and we're going to get into this, and, you know, I'll get your opinion. I'll see my, but it's to the point where you have people uh, from every end of the spectrum, but it is nothing, nothing all the way, you know, rightly. I mean, it's basically uh, as high as you have guys like Dan Liebertard, who's obviously uh, based down there, uh, saying that uh, everybody on the Dolphin coaching staff should be fired and uh, lawsuits yeah, and Tua should be I mean, should yeah, leave, right? I'm sure, I'm sure the linebackers yeah. coach was intimate right, right. about Tua coming back in, so he should and, go. And then, you know, yeah, I mean, and even when you get center wise, you still have you know uh, a tremendous amount of people uh, coming down on them. Uh, now the NFL uh, fires yesterday fires the independent doctor. Now this is not a dolphin doctor. This is an independent doctor yeah, right. that cleared him in the yeah. Buffalo game. So he gets fired. Um, He's a neurosurgeon, by the way. Do you understand that? Right. So what right. And I think would you, he have to get the guy back on the field? If he's a neurosurgeon, he's there to do a job. So what, what like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has no agenda. So why would he be fired? Right. They're saying, what didn't he do right? Who's making the decision that the neurosurgeon was wrong? I think that's the same, you know? Well, what you have is you have, uh, I guess, a protocol that is is followed. And uh, you have a part of that protocol, which I'm just beginning to learn now, and I'm still not exactly clear on it. But one part of it is that if you see uh, a neural trauma on the field that takes precedence over, over you know passing the but, but what i don't understand is, is if that's the case what are you doing the tests for yeah, i mean the point? test shouldn't be this well they shouldn't be done on the field if that's the case then you should be getting tested you should be getting tested somewhere else i mean you should be getting tested you know medically not not just past protocol to go in the game. You should be getting tested, you know, medically to make sure that you're okay. And it should not even be a decision, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's a little confusing in that state. Um, of course, you're going to have uh, a scapegoat, and that's the first one to fall. You, you know, you know that, that there's going to be more heads, but, you know, obviously that's the start of this whole thing. Um, so... <laughs> You know, it's just, it's a situation where I've heard every kind of uh, solution and none of them really are making much sense. And then it it comes from a week, the next week where you find, you know, two more guys going down with concussions, right? Uh, Tyrod Taylor, uh, you know, goes out with a a pretty nice concussion and, uh, you know, and you basically have... You know, now everybody up in arms and, and, you know, with with the whole continuation of what they've implemented this year concussion-wise and with the helmets and everything. So this is, 
this is a problem. I mean, and it, it, it's a big time problem, and it's a problem because God, you know, God forbid, if something more happens to him, I mean, the league now is at is at jeopardy here, um, and so, you know, this this is it's a problem that's not going to be going away anytime soon. No, it's going to be mentioned every time he goes under center. Every time. And to be quite honest with you, we don't know when that is. Now, he's been ruled out. They ruled him officially out today for the Jet game. The MRI has uh, come through and was completely clean, they said. So, you know, you know what's weird about this, Rich, is that if you take away the Buffalo game, mm-hmm. he'd probably be cleared to play for this game. Right? I mean, if all this stuff didn't happen, he would probably be clear uh, if this was just a normal event that took place. And that's what's so strange about this. Uh, but now, I mean, it's just, you know. Do you, do you think so, that he's, they're getting, don't you think they're getting a lot of crap because it was a Thursday night game? That he played well, so quickly? I think what happened... No, I think I think they're getting so much slack because the entire nation was watching this happen and see yeah. it on Thursday night, you know, more so than on a regular Sunday. Uh, Mike McDaniel, uh, you know, gave his press conference. So let, let's hear what Mike McDaniel had to say on it. And then I don't think that his an injury from last week um, uh, made hit, made him fall the same way this week, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I do not have any, like absolutely zero patience for, or will ever um, put a put a, a player in a position to, um, for them to be in harm's way. That is like not um, what I'm about at all, and no outcome of a game would ever influence me being irresponsible as the head coach of the football team. Every single NFL game that is played, um, there's an independent specialist that specializes in the specialty of brain matter. So, um, yeah, um, for me, as long as I'm coaching here, um, if there's any, uh, you know, I'm not going to fudge that whole whole situation. If there's um, any, any sort of inclination that someone has, a concussion, they go into concussion protocol, and it's very strict. Without, without, um, yeah, people don't vary or stray. We, I, we don't mess with that. Never have, and I, as long as I'm the head coach, that will never be um, an issue that you guys have to worry about. So there's uh, Coach McDaniel's take on it. And, uh, you know, getting back to kind of, you know, what your point was, I guess you have a couple different scenarios here. And immediately it starts off, uh, you know, with uh, the whole the Dolphins knew, the Dolphins, you know, are playing games here. And and so you have to ask yourself, like you said, um, you know, uh, are the Dolphins – uh, coaching staff, uh, they're putting somebody in that shouldn't be in there. It has to go back to the doctors. They full knowingly don't think that he should be in there, but uh, look the other way. I mean, that's what people are insinuating to me. That sounds ridiculous. There's no way these doctors are doing that. I just don't buy that at all. I think whatever. He's an independent neurosurgeon that works for the NFL. So what agenda would he have to get to go back in there? You know what I, mean? I don't think he'd have any. I think he. I don't. Yeah. Not only does he have any, I think he's putting his neck on the line. And you see now he's fired because of it. I think whatever tests they had, he passed. He clearly passed and came right. back and won the game. Played, played very well. Won the game. It, it, right. Interviewed fluently right. afterwards. Wasn't like he was like out of it, you know. Right. And so uh, what so I, I can derive is that, uh, like I said, I'm hearing that there's some kind of uh, uh, a thing where this is seen on the field, some kind of trauma. And I've seen them say, well, his hands went up in a similar fashion. I've heard all different things there, but apparently that was something that was missed. And that's why he's fired, because that should have been seen there. Which, you know, I mean, listen, it, it was clearly a head injury. 
It was clearly was. I mean, I don't care what the back thing is if that's in addition to it. You know, I said to you at the time Ooh, it happened. Talking about the first one or the second one? Yeah, I'm talking about the first one. I'm talking about the first the one. The first one, okay. It, it clearly, and you know what's clearly, about that? I, I mentioned this to you the other day. It's like the person who caused the injury, Rich Milano, is skating free. Now, if that hit was so bad and the two was concussed, how come he got suspended? It was a penalty. He should be suspended for that hit. Well, well, I guess. I mean, I guess it comes down to the hit wasn't penalized. Was it a late hit? Yeah, he no, kind it of was pushed him late. It, it was penalized. It was, it was 15 yards on that. Yes, it was. Okay, yeah, it was Milano 15 got 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, okay. why isn't he punished or fined? How do you even get fined ten dollars? Yeah, I mean he hasn't. That's kind of yeah. I mean that's another point to this, but yeah, he 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 obviously. But I'm hasn't. saying, like, you know what I mean? He's the one that caused this whole thing. So how come he's not? How come he's skating free? Yeah, I mean, I guess there could be another fine in place. I I think it was a, a borderline dirty hit. I don't think it was an extreme dirty hit, but certainly it was late. Pushed them back, from what I recall, and, and you say he, he got the fifteen yards. He, he launched them yeah. after the ball was thrown. There right. was two steps and a launch. Right. And and again, he caused this injury. He should have, right. you know, at least he should be fined. I would have yeah, suspended him. If you you know, if it was if it was uh, it was a guy who plays for the Buccaneers, number twelve, I think this guy would be out of, out of, the, out of the league for three weeks. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly an argument, I guess, to be made there. Uh, Milano's and certainly nobody that has uh, uh, gone under the radar for uh, controversial hits. I mean, he's 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 been known to do, you know, a lot of dirty type yep. tactics on the field, you know, uh, in the past. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's another uh, another argument there, certainly. Um, but uh, you know, getting back to to the main problem with Tua is, you know, I seen him go down, and I clearly seen him hit his head hard on the turf. Now he got up, his equilibrium seemed off to me. They're saying back okay, but there was definitely something wrong with his head. You could see him shaking his head right after the play. You see him shaking his head as he walked off the field. Clearly had a head injury. So if there's a back thing there that you're saying caused the movement and the walking stumble, you know, you can say it, but anybody who's, you know, saying that wasn't a head injury, you're way off. And I said that at the time it happened. Now a head injury uh, and a concussion, I guess, you know, I've always known them to be two different things. I've seen guys get knocked out. You can get knocked out doesn't mean you have a concussion, correct? Yeah, of course it can. Yeah. I mean, I've had concussions where I didn't get knocked out. Right, and, and, and you, you know, you can get knocked out and not have a concussion as well. I so, would assume I mean, so, yeah. You know that that's right. what is I have true? kind of you thought. Get knocked out without a concussion? Is that right? I think I, so. I, I mean, I I yeah. think so. I, I think you could get knocked out without a concussion, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're listen. We're not doctors, which is which is why this entire thing is a little absurd to me because everybody now is a doctor. Apparently. He's an expert. Yeah, everybody's an expert. Except, but you know, what I want to know is what's the what's the timetable? Is a week enough? Well, is two weeks well, enough? Is a month well, that's enough? Why, is the year enough? When's it going to be okay? Because that's obviously, the problem. if there's nothing they're finding in any of these tests, you can, you can, he's going to be cleared next week then. So he's not going to let something like anything is going to come up in between then, you know? But is he, though? Is he, though? Because at right now, like I said, if this was a normal week, a normal game, there's probably a good chance he's cleared already. But because yes. of everything that's now, uh, you know, on him, I mean – if he goes out, regardless of what it is, and suffers another head injury, I, I mean, this puts, yeah. the, this puts the league in jeopardy. I mean, it literally yeah. does. This, this would be catamount to the most serious thing the league has had to deal with if something, God forbid, happens to him on a major level after this. So regardless of when they put him in, he's a ticking time bomb now for, for how long, right? I mean, almost his whole career, if there's another head yeah. injury, it's going to stem back to yeah. this. And that, that's a scary I don't know, point. I don't know what the answer is. And like I said, the people who are making the decisions I don't, don't seem to be doctors. I think it's become like a political agenda now. 
and you know, I don't know when it's going to be. No, who makes the decision? That's my point. If the doctors' team, the Dolphins' team, okays him, right? What, what is the yeah. player association come in and say he can't play? The players well, are already suing on be. They're already yeah. suing on behalf of Tua, and Tua doesn't want to sue. All right, hold so, that thought. Let's we'll take a quick break. Hold yeah. that thought. We'll come on back. We'll start talking about that right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Larry Little, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Legend show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zant coming at you, and uh, we will take you uh, right up to the Monday night football game, which tonight is the uh, Super Bowl champion Rams uh, going out to San Francisco. Uh, and just a reminder, you can catch all our shows right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store and you subscribe, and you'll get our latest episodes delivered right on your phone. And you can send us any questions or comments at Pacatello Show. At yahoo.com. So, Rich, you brought up, uh, you know, the, the obviously who makes the decision now on whether he can go back on the field. Uh, is it the Dolphins doctors, the NFL doctors, uh, and, and now the NFL uh, suing, as you said, um, you know, uh, whereas Tua is saying that, you know, he, he was okay. And, uh, you know, I, I, I guess at this point, He's kind of like the victim, so he he has no say as far as that goes, right? It's almost like, you know, he's... I mean, you know, think about this. If he had to, you know, look, it looked horrible Thursday night. I mean, everybody thought there could have been permanent damage, something broken. Who knows what was going on there? You know, taped to the stretcher, the face mask removed. It looked terrible. But right, he got a CAT scan at the hospital. He had, like, a whole trauma center team looking at him, and they don't only release them. They allowed him to fly. Now, right. he won't have any kind of head trauma, but one thing you can't right. do is fly. Right. So that's I agree. Right there. With that. Okay, that's right there. It's not as crazy as everybody thinks it is. Well, well yeah, I think that, that's, that's what I took that as as well. Like, the fact that he's able to fly that same night, um, you know, was more than good news. That means he was completely 
cleared uh, as far as uh, you know his his neurological damage and uh right. and he was uh basically got checked out again when he got to Miami and and the MRI dolphins you know official release is that everything was clear so he checked out clear but even with that ruled out officially for Sunday's game against the Jets. Um, well, I think that Mike... Imagine we played Sunday and something happens. It would, it would yeah, be well, Rich, Rich, like I said, imagine if he plays the week after that and something happens. Imagine if I, he plays I, week I, 6, I, I, week 8, I, I week 14, 2024. Yeah, I know it. I know it. The it just seems like this is going to stay with him. You yeah. know, the longer it goes on... Obviously, you know, uh, uh, the better it is, but, you know, it's still going to bring something up. I heard somebody today made a comment, and uh, the comment was, when J.J. Watt had his heart problem, and he went into, you know, uh, his arrhythmia went off and, and had to be shocked back in, and right before that, when he was cleared to play that, nobody said anything. You know, nobody said anything with that. I think it was Craig Carton that said that. And, you know, I, I, I think that there is some kind of, uh, you know, justification to past injuries, you know, um, that everybody overlooks. Um, I think Mike McDaniel, to be honest with you, I think Mike McDaniel really got a, he got a bad rap here. I mean, I really think he did. Like, you're a head coach. And you have medical doctors. You know, you can't be getting involved with that. You, you have to be to the point where if the medical doctor says thumbs up, he's good to go. I don't think it's a moral decision like people are saying. Well, if it was your, I think and Tomlin said if that was my kid, there's no way he'd be getting back in the game. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I think you're crossing a line there. Whereas if, if that's the case then you have to have some more foolproof, you're out kind of uh, rules because um, if that's the case, I mean, uh, you know, why even have the doctors there? I mean, the doctors are there to make these decisions. I mean, that's why they're there. They're there to make the decisions of whether or not, you know, people are well enough to, to go in the, in the game. And if they're, they're doing, you know, their expert opinion – you know, who, who is an NFL coach without any medical degree overriding? Well, I've seen a bad you – know, I just, I just think that's a terrible position for, for the coach to be in. It's not, it's not fair at all, the criticism of that. And then what he said was he said, you know, that you know, he, he, he was glad that it was just a concussion and they ran with that. Well, just a concussion. Yeah, because anybody watching it was fearful that he was paralyzed. I mean, that was the fear. That was the fear. 100% that was the fear. That was my fear. You know, you see, you seen him, and, you know, I mean, it was, it was scary. It was very scary. And then, you know, to have, uh, you know, him not and have all his, you know, extremities and everything, I mean, that, that was a major, you know, victory in a sense. And that's what he was saying, and I completely understand that, because I was on the same notion. It was very scary. You know, you know I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I really don't. I, I, my fear is they're going to keep him out about a month, you know. What happens in that month? Is it just time lapse? Because I would the, so. I, yeah. I would it's so it's, because it seems like he's passing all the protocol already. So what, what I'm saying, like it seems like he's passing all the protocol already. So what what does that leave? You know how it is with this league. Who was the quarterback in the playoffs that got hurt? And it was clearly got a concussion and they brought him back in recently. Who was that? Was that Gromarvalo? Well, Garoppolo, I was just going to say, uh, got a concussion in that Super Bowl. I'm sure of it, and it affected right. his play. It affected his play tremendously yes. moving forward. Yeah. I think it actually yeah. might have cost them the Super Bowl, if that's what you were referring you know, to. We always joke like you know, the concussion protocol has to do with how good you are. 
you know, if you're like, you know, if you're a special team guy, they're taking your helmet away. And if you're an intricate part of the team, they're sending you back out there. But now with the doctors and the rules they have in place. Well, it's different now. Yeah, I yeah, it's different now than it was even in that Super Bowl, right? So, you yeah. know, I, I, I mean, I would believe that Garoppolo, regardless, wouldn't be in there. That's why I think, well, I mean, with with all the uh, the changes, uh, you know, to the to the rules and everything that they've implemented because of of you know the concussions and everything, I mean, I really think they've made uh, a tremendous effort here to get things under control and to protect players. And that's why, you know, in this situation, I mean, I think it was a pretty stringent protocol that Tua went through and passed. Uh And so if that's the case, um, you know, I don't think anybody had ill intentions, and I certainly don't think anybody had, uh, like you were saying, uh, you know, like really what's the motive? What do they have to gain? Yeah, if the guy's a higher doctor, you know, a higher neurosurgeon, what he's got to do his job. Like, what there wouldn't be an hidden agenda with somebody like that. It doesn't you know? It's not like the top no. team doctors being told what to do. You know, that's all. That's what makes no sense whatsoever. You know. And I also don't think I also don't think that he's the end all. I really don't. I don't think it's one man. I think he was maybe the main guy. He could probably recommend that he plays, but he, he, I don't think he can recommend that he doesn't, you know? You don't think he can recommend that he doesn't? Well, I guess, or the other way around. I think he can remember, right. he can say that he can't play, but I don't, I don't know if he's going to go on the limb and say he put him in. You know what I mean? They'd probably just say he clears protocol. Yeah, I think he basically passed all the protocol, and I think that the the, the I said it's up to the coach, right? No, I don't think I don't think the coach ever really comes into this. That's what my point was before. I don't think he should come into this, other than a football decision. I mean, what what does the coach have to do with that? If you have a whole yeah, medical team. And a whole medical team and independent medical people, and he comes in with a green light, what does a coach have to do with that other than to say, I now have him as an available player? Yeah, I don't think true. a coach should yeah. make a decision on that like because of a medical reason. I just said to me that this doesn't seem right. It just seems kind of ridiculous. Like, you know... I mean, I mean, obviously a coach is completely in charge of who goes in the game, but it shouldn't be based on a medical thing at that point. I mean, he's being cleared. Whatever the protocol, whatever the medical, you know, uh, uh, chain of commands is, he's passed it all. The doctor says he's okay. The same way that, you know, if you had a different problem, a heart problem, and you were in the off season and you, so, you, you sought after – you know, cardiologists and everything, and then they come in and they say, you know, you're clear. He's got a green light. He's clear. He can participate. I don't see how a coach would then say, yeah, but I'm not comfortable. Like, I don't think, you know, did you run the EKG? You know what I mean? I just think it's like kind of not in, 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 uh, in your field, if you will. So that's why I think yeah. McDaniel is yeah. taking a bad rap. And, you know, he's taking a bad rap from Harbaugh, and he's taking a bad rap from, from Tomlin. And, you know, it's ironic that Harbaugh got lit up with six touchdowns the week before, or two weeks before, by Tua, you know. And, uh, you know, and, and, and Tomlin, you know, I understand these guys and they have moral values. And if it was their – I get that. I do get that. But you know what? It's a violent game. And to say that about, you know, your kid, listen, I don't know that I'd want my, my kid even playing at that level. I mean, it's a violent game. I've seen stuff personally go on that I don't think I, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, Larry Zonka told the story of where he took a drill. His, his, his toe was so blown up. He took a drill and drilled the hole in it. In the figure of the toenail. Yeah. In, the in the locker blood. room. Yeah. That must have felt nice. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, listen, it's a violent game. 
And there's yeah. stuff that goes on there. It's a lot more, uh, I guess, monitored than it was back in the 70s and the 80s. Um, but it's, you know, <laughs> nasty things go on there. So, you know, put you know your, your, my kid kind of scenario. Yeah, I understand that. I wouldn't want my kid either. But, you know, I mean, I don't know that I'd want him, you know, subject to a lot of that in the first place. So it's, you know. I, it's a tough situation. I respect, I respect you know Tomlin as a coach. I respect, I respect all these NFL coaches in that sense. But I just think it's a little unfair where the blame is being pushed. Yeah, Tomlin, the guy that tried to knock the guy down on the sidelines, right? I'm talking about the sidelines, room world. Yeah, Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, the concussion kind of thing in this league has been something that it, it fits right into the, the, the whole um, main, uh, I guess, uh, microscope on this league that's going on right now, right? I mean, it's come to the Will Smith yeah. movie, to the big movement, to the CTE. I mean, so this just falls right into it. <laughs> you probably right? know what the Will Smith movie is. <laughs> So you know, for it, 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 them, people know what it is. It's, what's that? That closed before it opened. Nah, not really though. People know about you know they know what that movie entailed and what the reason for it was. I mean that's 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 a big part of of why you know when that that's that he played the doctor that started this all with the CTE, and yeah, so and, you know, this, and that guy's been discredited too. You know, they left yeah. a lot of that out. They, and they Hollywooded it out, too. They Listen, I'm not, Rich, I'm not, I'm not talking about know. the Will Smith yeah. movie. You're taking this to a yeah, whole no, place. No, I'm no, trying no, to I'm explain to you that, they, you know, I know you don't like Will Smith. I'm not, I'm not too, reviewing the movie, Rich. I'm trying to tell you that this is a huge right. problem that the NFL has been facing now for a year yeah. and a half, two yeah. years, yeah. and this falls right at dead center. Right, they still haven't settled the first lawsuit, right? No, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. But I, I can tell you that, you know, the CTE part of it's not going away. I mean, they, there's definitely people that, you know, the CTE part has not been discredited. There's definitely issues there and longstanding. And this is just falls right into the middle of this, you know, now with a head injury like this. And, and not to be repetitive, but this is going to travel with him and this team. For yes. uh, forever, Rich. I mean, yeah. we talk about Tua. It's going to carry with the Miami Dolphins for any head injury now for the next decade. It's yeah, like a right. stigma that's placed on this team. The yeah. same way that the New England Patriots have a stigma with, you know, deflating balls and filming people's practices. If, if they're going to have the Dolphins now have this stigma on top of them when it comes to head injuries. When you hear about a head injury in any sport for the next decade, they will bring up the Miami Dolphins when they talk about it. You're right. And, uh, and, you know, listen, before we go to break, I mean, I remember seeing a quarterback get knocked out in Seattle, go to the sideline, throw up, take a smelling salt, Jump back in the game and throw a touchdown pass, and don't remember. And to this day, still doesn't remember doing it. So, you know, but you don't hear about that. But you will most certainly, most certainly, you will hear about this for a, a long, long time. And it just seems like it's always the Dolphins at the face of it. All right, quick break. A lot of stuff uh, also went on uh, in the league, so we'll, we'll get into that uh, right after this. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the bulkier. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no ice. Hey, this is Robert Romain. This is Mike DeMont from Fast Times of Ridgemont High. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy listening to the Pat Catello show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. 
he recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Life is saying I'm moving in stereo. stretch so reminder we'll take you right up to the monday night football game and uh could uh, send us any questions or comments and uh packetello show at yahoo.com hey rich you know i i obviously uh you know i mean a heart so long on this but it, you know it, it was a huge story so i think that we had to at least cover it you know as in-depth as we can in in, in this off week um you know, let's see what what's that I said no question. I mean, you know, yeah. it's a story of the yeah. week. It's more important. It's more important again, but I guess we should talk about Thursday night for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and and, and we will. And uh, I, I'll give you some good news uh, if you want some good news. <laughs> the new. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the New England Patriots they just are in last place. VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> The New England Patriots are in last place. So there you go. <laughs> I know. He, he got that. What did you think I was going to say? Jalen Phillips had Jalen Phillips had the only sack. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll forget it. Um, so just they, leave this one alone. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I'm well aware where you're going. Um, okay, so listen, the Dolphins. I thought the Dolphins. Uh, were in the game, I mean, and if he doesn't get hurt, I know you think they would have won it, and it seemed like they were taking charge of the game. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of good things to come from there, but when you look at it from the perspective now of where they're at moving forward, um, you know, this 3-1 and one is a very different 3-1 and one than if I said to you uh, starting off, Rich, how would you feel about signing up for 3-1 and one after the first four games? Right? Yeah, I'd sign up for it, but I'm not really enthusiastic about it right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't yeah, really exactly. know what the future holds here. I mean, we're no, not going to win no. Eddie Bridgewater as a quarterback. It's not going to happen. Well, well, the whole the whole point is that, you know, you, you don't want to lose with Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback. And, and, uh, and, and, and so, you know, I thought he played fairly decent in that Cincinnati game. Um, now you're coming up here to play, play the Jets, who uh, – you know they're 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 two and two right now. I mean, I said New England's mm-hmm. in last place because the the Jets now are two and two. Um, yeah. uh, Buffalo should have lost. Let's let's talk about that a little bit. Um, <sighs> you know, uh, Buffalo so aggravated. They should have they should have lost to that Ravens team again. The Ravens blow yeah. a big lead at the end on a very controversial uh, move by Jim Harbaugh again. As he goes for, yeah, uh, you know, the, the the fourth down, uh, you know, he could have went up by by three with, uh, you know, I, I think it would have been three and change left on the clock. Um, well, not only, he could have went not up. Only, not, only, not only went for it on fourth down, but got picked off in the end zone on fourth down. So you don't even 
gain the fact that you're turning the ball yeah. over inside the two-yard line, you're giving them the 20 now. I mean, yeah, I've heard somebody come up with that scenario. Yeah. It is the worst case scenario, but to be honest with you, uh, you know, I think that that is is overblown too because it was, uh, you know, a busted play. He throws it up. Okay, you get picked off, so they're getting on the twenty as opposed to the five. But uh, the real story there is 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 not putting, you know, the points on the board uh, to go up by three points. There, he says, well, that would make every down, uh, you know, make four downs until they score. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Because when they get into field goal range, they're going to kick the field goal. They're not going to exactly. go for it on fourth down and not tie the game. They're going to kick 100%. the field goal. So, yeah, he, you know, that, that argument good. makes us. Yeah. He's an idiot. It, he's a, it, not a good coach. He makes, he, makes, he makes these mistakes over and over again. You know, now, listen to this. Stubborn. I was thinking about this. Tell me if I'm wrong. Am I off base with this? I don't think so. Jim Har- uh, John Harbaugh has the best kicker in the NFL. He and does. this is the second time, the second time he did not use him in a game situation that could have won the game. And I go back yeah. to the game he played us. And, and, and when, he, when we played the Ravens, um, basically, you know, we had a situation where uh, it was uh, fourth down and one, right? We were winning the game, I think, 35, uh, they were winning the game 35-21. So they had a four point lead where a field goal would have made a three possession game right and right. I think it would have been like a 57 yarder and I think it was like nine minutes to go in the game and he chose not to bring Tucker on the field to, to, to kick that which it's not a chip shot I understand that but once again the best kicker in the NFL I mean, the guy's got the record. I mean, this guy's the best kicker in the NFL, and 57 yards is, is well within his range. And he didn't bring him on. We stopped them on fourth and one, and it was the big turning point to us winning that game. So, you know, this is the second time now this guy has not utilized that um, to, to basically, uh, you know, go ahead at home. I think it's a major mistake, and it puts Buffalo now at three and one again, tied with us, and uh, – you could see Buffalo did not get over their loss to the Dolphins. They were still in a fog, and they were primed to be uh, the victim of another loss, and then who knows where that goes from there, right? That's what I felt like, yeah. And then, you know, and then, you know that it, it never fails. Every time that we need another team to do something for us, it never happens. It's the same. And right. that, that was just, yeah, that was very frustrating. That was a very frustrating one. Um, so you know, it kind of it, it, it kind of changes the complexion of of the league right now. Um, and uh, you know, I, one other I guess uh, you know evaluation that I've made looking at this league is um, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football right now. I really think they are. I, I think that they've come back to the place almost where they were. And I know that sounds kind of crazy. They lose Tyreek Hill, right? But but they're they're playing very, very high level of football right now. They look great last night. But then again, how bad is Tampa, though? You know, who knows? You know, how bad is Tampa? Well, yeah. I don't think it's a one-week thing. I mean, I've been watching no. Kansas City all year. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a matter of how bad Tampa is. I mean, I just think Kansas they almost, City's they almost well. blew that last night too. You know, it got, the, it yeah. got the ten points with them with the ball. Yeah. I mean, look, there wasn't enough time left, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, Rich. That was, I don't think it was really. They almost blew that. You know, they got down to ten points yeah. with no time left. That was factored yeah. in. That was factored in. You know, right? I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like they found themselves at 10 points, you know, that clock was definitely in consideration there. So, um, I don't know. I just think they're, I think right now they're playing, they're much better than I thought they would be this year. Yeah. You know what it is? The division though, their division is a lot worse than everybody thought there would be. You know, the San Diego's not what they thought. The Raiders aren't what they thought and Denver's terrible. Yeah, I don't know that I thought any of those teams were going to be so amazing. I didn't think you didn't that think San Diego, was like everybody, you weren't on the yeah. you weren't on the San Diego bandwagon. No, not to you the know, point where I thought San Diego would be 
they were, that was the the, yeah. dar, the darling of the media all winter. You know how they had the greatest off season. They fixed all their issues, and they're yeah. worse. I think what I thought was that San Diego would be a little bit better than they were last year. The Raiders would be the same as they were last year, maybe a little bit better. I wasn't really high on Denver, but I figured that the Chiefs wouldn't be as good. And so all those teams I thought would be fairly competitive to each other and basically beat each other up all year. You know, I think I thought that. But from what I've seen so far, the Kansas City Chiefs seem to be, um, you know, much better than I thought so far. And listen, it's very early. And obviously anything changes. You know, I'm not saying that it won't. But uh, just, you know, from, the, from my evaluation so far, um, you know, that, that's one of the things that uh, kind of stuck, you know, with me. I mean, they, they, they went out to Arizona, right? And I think they opened the season there. We watched that. And, uh, you know, they won that game pretty handily. Then they played the big Charger game, like you said. They won that. They got upset by the Colts. And then they went out back to Tampa. You know, and, and basically it's Mahomes. Uh, you know, that I thought was uh, playing at that top level again, you know, without his biggest weapon. So, you know, and, and I guess we, we'll see. Uh, we also got to watch the, the Kenny Pickett era, uh, you know, uh, brought forward, and we got to watch him lose to the Jets, uh, of course. We have to see that. And, uh, boy, how, how enjoyable was that, right? Oh, I'll tell you. It really is. You can't make you know, it up. It was not a great week. It was not a great week for the Miami wow. Dolphins. It really wasn't. I mean, in all the the personal things and then the rooting uh, uh, things, uh, nothing seemed to fall into place, if you will, for them. No, um, nothing and, whatsoever. Yeah, and and, and now uh, moving forward into you know this seems like for one quarter done, um, the Dolphins record does not really uh, depict the state that they're in right now. And so these next four, um, although we said the first four games were going to be really difficult, uh, you get the break in the schedule that you thought you had, but these next four are really going to be telling, really going to be telling. I mean, you got at Jets, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. Now, if they were playing at the level that you thought they were playing before this, you say, well, you know, three and one, we got a real chance to, you know, to do that same thing again, if not run the table the next four and put. But now I'm getting really concerned that this team could really fall back to earth quickly if they don't. You know, well, get I'll tell you something. if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play well, I mean, if he, he looks anything like Jacoby Riskent did for us last year, I mean, are they? You think making the move to the third string quarterback is an option? If they, well, yeah. Well, I think. Well, I think that the third string quarterback now is now your backup quarterback. So Skylar Thompson comes in, and uh, and he's going to basically be your backup quarterback. He's going to be suited as a backup. So yeah, I think oh, yeah, that's a very that's good. My point, my point being is that yeah, yeah, Tyler I think that, had a better preseason than Teddy, you know. Yeah. So like, how Listen, well I think the I think like? Teddy Bridgewater played a good game uh, on Thursday night. I really can't fault him for that. I thought he played a pretty good game. Certainly was a lot different than he played in the week before because I don't think he was ready for that and thrown in. So he was certainly prepared for that. Bridgewater has played at a very high level. Yeah, but, you know, he didn't, I don't. He didn't come through when you needed him to, Pat. I mean, you know. Like, look, when you throw an interception like that and you end the game, it's that's not playing good. That's you yeah, know, I'm that's, not, you know, that's falling short. You know, that's not yeah, playing I'm not, good. Yeah, I'm not saying he played great. I, I just saying I, I think he played good. Um, and well, I, yeah, I thought that that's good. Then what's bad? You know what I mean? If you can't win, the well, you game, saw bad. Bad, bad, was bad was the week before. Bad was the week before. That yeah, was fair. And, and, our, and our dopey freaking kicker, too, keep missing stuff, Sanders. Yeah. I, I'm so sick of this kid. You know, you can't hit extra points now. That's going to be a mystery. You know, that's Yeah, no I mean, this would be a very telling week. There's, I, no listen, I'm not, for, there's no excuse for hitting that and missing extra points. I'm sorry. That's, you should be 9,900% on that. No well, they've moved it back now, so guys do miss that more. I it's not, back still, in, it's it's not 1984 yeah. no more. Guys do miss extra points, but I agree. should be hitting the uprights. Yeah, he should yeah. still be hitting the uprights. It's still, I mean, I'm watching other guys hit 61. It's like, no problem. This guy can't hit an extra point. 
Yeah. No, I'm you not know, happy with that either. Them, every time you need them, they kick one. You know, we didn't, we had, we didn't really rely on them until Tua got hurt, right? Then you need them to kick two of those, and he's missing stuff. You know? Listen, I'm not, I'm not really, you know, I'm not condoning that either. I think that's a huge part of it. And, I, and listen, and I'm not, I'm not on the Teddy Bridgewater train either, thinking that this is, you know. But what I'm saying is, if you looked at what you had the week before, he looked inept. Yep, he literally he looked inept yeah. for those three plays. Yeah. So to yeah. have him come in in Cincinnati and 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 do he did some pretty good things as well. Yeah, I, and it, it just seemed like when they lost control of that game, yeah. they were losing that game. You know. Um, so and, you know, listen, I, I blame him a little bit. I blame the offensive line a lot because when we got close to the end zone, they couldn't open up a hole to get a mouse through. I mean, they're ridiculous. Right. I mean, they, they I think they right. had a terrible game. And right. <laughs> Our defense again is like a sieve. I'm sorry that you know good right. defenses don't allow drives like that all the time. I mean they can't stop anything with yeah. them too. Can they? Can you ever get a three and out? How many no, three and outs have been this year? It's ridiculous. Well, I thought they held Burrows in control in the beginning of that game, and then they just kind of they just kind of lost it all, and uh, and, and then and, it was and, forget and, about well, it. Can we say what, can we say what the obvious thing is too? What's wrong with Xavier and Howard? Well, he was hurt. We found that out. I, I, I saw the ice pack before, but does that mean he gets beat like that, too? Then why is well, yeah, he was hurt. Guys, he was hurt. He was hurt. Because they, they, because they put him in. They knew he was hurt, and, yeah, he's hurt. They, he was hurt before going in. They didn't say nothing, and then uh, then they reported it. You've seen it. They reported on the thing. You heard what they said, and uh, and so hopefully that will be, you know, a game-time yeah, he, decision, been, but hopefully he'll be. Year. Absolutely lousy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I'd Are say he's been me? lousy he's all year. Terrible. I know you don't like the guy. He hasn't been horrible all year. He's made no, some no big interceptions. Plays too. He's got burned three bad times late, and that's how he, he's supposed to be a shutdown corner. That's that's inexcusable. He's got three long touchdowns already in four games. That's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know that uh, I would him. say that. No, I, but I wouldn't say he's been. I, I think he's made some plays. Uh, for sure. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he's been lousy all year. I, I really wouldn't. I, I mean, I think that he's... Four games pretty lousy. You know, you see what you want to see. You hate the guy. Everybody, all our listeners know how you feel about this guy. So, you know, it, 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 it certainly, uh, it, it is what it is. I think that well, he's... Well, he's overrated. I always said that. I mean, he's an overrated guy, but, you know, he's... He's, he's not, not an overrated well guy because, in the sense that he's not an overrated guy, in the sense that he's got the most interceptions of any corner in the league since he's been in there. He's a big yeah, he play guy. He had five last year. Though. He's year. got the most. He's got yeah. the most. He's yeah. got twenty-seven. He I think. He had the one double digit. He's year. got the most, he Rich. Yeah, Rich, he's got the most. Year, if you got me, then no, why are you trying to diminish it? He's got the most interceptions last year, he had five. since he's, he's been in there so far this year. Yeah, I okay. got you. But I'm saying the guy has yeah. the most interceptions of any corner yeah. in the league since he's been there. So you can't make it seem like the guy doesn't do anything. I mean, I get you. The last two years. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't know that I would say that either. But that's neither here nor there. I'll tell you what, I did have a question for you. If you get your mind sure. off of all your nonsensical go ahead. Uh, agendas. Let's go. Let's hear it. I'm, I'm ready for you. What? <laughs> Where is Channing Tindall? Like, what's going on with this guy? This guy was supposed to be like the the steal of the draft. The guy is like non-existent. He's listed as like a. Which one? Channing Tindall, our 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 first pick of the draft, which was the third round. Yeah, I know that was pick. the coup. That was the coup from the Georgia. This guy was supposed the to be the next the LT. from Georgia. Yeah, I know. Where is this guy? Like, he's like a third string linebacker now. Like, it almost uh, to the point of it. inactive. Yep. I don't, I don't get, get it. That. And Ogba I mean, that, that, has that, done nothing this year either. More of a Ogba, concern. You know, I, know, I know Phillips had the one years. Ogba's done nothing, and Phillips has very lackluster so far. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that either, but uh, he well, did have your well, own sack. How many sacks they have between them? None. One. You know? Who, who had the sack? He had, he had the sack in the Cincinnati game. He had one, but what has he done before that except miss oh, tackles? My nothing. goodness. I'll tell you. I think you're off on him. Nothing. I think he's a good he's ball bouncer, player. He's been bouncing off running backs like a pinball. Off a bumper. You might, 
You might no. as well keep going on this. Just go ahead. Just go on your well, trip. I, I, I'm not going to stop you. I, I'm telling you, he's been terrible too. Our defense Take it out. Sin. Go ahead. You don't see this? You don't see this, Siv? It's a terrible it out. Defense. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next about. week. <laughs> what league are they talking about? Best of the league. Come on. <laughs> don't stop now. <laughs> I'm stopping. All right, that's it. See you next week, everybody. Put the music on. <laughs> Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Walked out.